0: Thank you for tuning in to season two of The First Time I Heard. I'm your host, Toy Haynes. With me today is someone very special because she is family. It's my girl, Nikki Wright, and she's the host of a brand new podcast called Unsung Unwrapped. And today we are talking about the first time we heard the queen of hip hop soul, Mary J. Block. the first time I heard Mary J. Blige was her first single You Remind Me," and I have to admit it wasn't my favorite but I remember hearing it in a friend's car and they were all singing it at the top of their (laughs) love. It was a fun sing along and I dug the song but I honestly at that time I didn't get the appeal and I'll be honest it's still not one of my favorites but the song that really really got me on board with Mary J. Blige was Real Love. from her debut album was the 411 and I don't think any of us anticipated this brand new sound of hip-hop soul which to this day she is the queen of Um, what the producers on that album were able to do to bring good R&B and good vocals and hip-hop tracks and just combine them and give us this masterclass of a debut album is just, to this day, I mean, it's one of the best debut albums I think we've gotten in, in my generation for sure. It's one of those albums that you can play from beginning to end. I think, I can't really remember which was a single and which wasn't because all of them either could have been a single because all of them were actually that good. Every song on that album is incredible. And the remixes just, to me, change the album. J. Blige's one two three punch of what's the four one one, my life, and share my world. It's hard. It's hard to do. It's hard to not have a sophomore slump. It's hard to not continue to be that consistent for three albums. And she just has a legacy and a great catalog of just great music that you can be emotionally attached to. And I think for a lot of us it's the writing and it's the vulnerability in her music and the transparency that she's had that has really set her apart for so many. I think during our generation, our lifetime, we've had a lot of different stars, but man, there's just one Mary. And I think she's one of those artists that we can say this is our she's there's just one there's just one mary but there she's one of a few artists we can look at and go okay but this is our also our aretha or our gladys um okay maybe some people might think that i'm blaspheming by calling her gladys but i think it's safe to say that she is definitely one of the top vocalists in our generation that just means so much to so many people and there have been other artists that have come out come out after her that would not be as brave to have so much transparency as Mary has had in her music.
1: The day we met was the last day that I said I wouldn't look anyone else's way. Now you know that I'm with you and I lost. Long- One thing
0: that Mary J. Blige has been able to do, which is not easy because it's very difficult to live your life in front of so many people, is she's been able to be so transparent. And we've seen so many personal ups and downs, not just the things that we've read and the things that she's confessed to, but the things that we've heard. Most importantly, the things that we've heard in her music, you know, we've heard from I'm going down and I'm not going to cry to I just want to be happy to I'm doing just fine to no more drama there are so many milestones and and landmarks in her career of where she's been in her life and how each song pertains to those areas. So much so that we've had the same experiences with her music that we can look at our lives and go, OK, well, this song fits here and this song fits to this heartbreak. And then this this song points to me wanting to be happy. She just I feel like there's a merry song for every occasion in life, almost including Family Affair, which, you know. Really good at picnics and
1: stuff. Oh, it's only gonna be about a matter of time before you get loose and start to lose your mind. Cop you a drink, go ahead and rock your eyes, cause we're celebrating no more drama in our life. With the great track pumping Everybody's jumping, go ahead and twist your back and get your body bumping. I told you, leave your situations out the door, so grab somebody and get your ass on the desk.
0: But Mary has it all in her catalog. She has so many albums. She's done a Christmas album. She's done a live album. She's done great duets with other people. She's had great features. The new remix album, Her Story Volume 1, I'm very appreciative for because, like I said, nobody can do remixes like Mary. Um, And no one can give us the grit and the honesty and the transparency and the resilience in a career, in our generation like Mary J. Blige. And that's why I'm very happy, very honored to be able to do this episode on her because she deserves this, she deserves our respect, and so much more. We love you, Mary J.
1: 91, I stepped in this game. After what's the 4-1-1? Things ain't been the same and I can't complain. But with all this fame comes a whole lot of pain. But I'm so glad to be here.
0: And you are listening to the first time I heard And I'm so excited to be back This is the second season I want to say thank you to everyone that's been listening And subscribing and sharing And has sent me comments and messages Um, It's just been really cool And so I'm really glad that there are people That have been listening and enjoying the show I have a very, very special guest And I know I say every time That my guest is very special But she's really special Because she's family to me And her name is Nikki Wright. Say hi, Nikki. Hello. (laughs) Nikki is not just special because she is family, but she's also special because we are part of a new podcast. We're a new podcast team, y'all. We have a new show called Unsung Unwrapped, where we talk about TV One's award-winning show, Unsung, and we unwrap every episodes. So right now we're on season 15. We start out with the current season. You can check it out on anywhere you hear, listen to podcasts. We're on Facebook. We have a Facebook group that we would love for you to be involved with. And not just, she's not just my co-host, but she is a huge Mary J. Blige fan. I'm sorry, I just feel emotional. She's so emotional about this. <laughs> Minister Mary J. Blige. She is Minister Mary J. Blige. M- Minister Blige. She's just... I mean, Nikki is such a Mary J. Blige fan that every time I see Mary J. Blige, I think about Nikki. Also, I just think y'all kind of have some similarities. I feel like if you were like a singer and grew up in, she's from Brooklyn? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's from Brooklyn? I think so. Um, Yonkers. If Yorker, Yonkers. If you were a New Yorker, if you were a New Yorker, you would absolutely be Mary. You're like a Philly version of Mary to me.
2: <laughs> thug. Thug <it.
0: laughs> A thug. <laughs> An emotional thug. Yes. So Mar- Mary. See, she's so much like Mary J. Blige, I (laughs) actually called her Mary. Nikki, I'm going to ask you a question that I ask all of my guests. Do you remember the first time you heard Mary J. Blige?
2: Yes. And it wasn't my most impressive introduction to it. Uh It was Father MC's I'll Do For You. Hey!
0: Right? Sweetheart
3: to you, but no one else. I just want you to know that I'll do for you. She
2: was like cute in the background and yeah. in the video. Really stripped down. Like yeah. she was very basic. Yeah. So I don't, even though that's the first time, that's not the first time that I count. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The me first so.
2: time that I count is being in the car and hearing you remind me. Hmm. That is, I think I almost crashed into something. <laughs> oh
3: my well, god. I'm actually
2: being really sincere.
1: Such so sweet.
2: breath away. It was like nothing I had ever heard from any artist that was in my kind of range, right? She is to me, my Aretha Franklin. Mm-hmm. She is, I, I actually, I have two nicknames for uh-huh. her, right? So the first nickname I have is The Bridge. Okay. She's The Bridge because she's the bridge between that old soul mm-hmm. and that new jet Feel. yeah she combines them and then the other nickname i have for it is the therapy
0: mm, that's good because
2: everything that i went through in my life mm-hmm. every relationship every crazy thing i ever went through in relationships and love and lost yeah she sings about it like she knows my whole life mm-hmm. and i just look at what she's doing like it's so personal to her yeah it is like my therapy On this song, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. Yeah. I feel like I want to be happy and I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. Or um, what you gonna do without my love? Yeah. Right? These are things where your average woman has experienced, and when she sings it, it's not like somebody gave her the song and said, now you sing it, and I have no connection. Right. It's like she's in her mind going back to a place, a past place or a present place. Mm-hmm. And she takes you for the ride. And you're yeah. like, okay, by the time she's finished singing, you have cried it all out. Mm-hmm. All right. And now I can put on something else. But she works out every emotion mm-hmm. that you go through.
1: What's the 411, hunt? What's the 411, hunt? I got it going on. Hey yo, right? I got it going on. Hey yo, what's the 411, hunt? What's the 411? What's the 4-1-1 I, said, I got it going on. Hey yo, right? I got it going on. So,
0: okay, so yeah, you said you remind me was the first time that like you heard her on Father MC's, if you do for me, but the first time you felt, felt and heard her in your soul was you remind me, which is from arguably one of the top five to me best debut albums of a contemporary artist Mary J Blige's What's the 411? It
2: is actually still my favorite Mary J Blige album. It is it. It it is and and I know people are like my life my life, but it is absolutely still. I
0: understand that. My
2: yeah. favorite Mary J Blige. It is puffy and Mary and the Hitmen and yeah, that whole kind of feel. Um it's hard to get that
0: back. Yeah. It's cold from top to bottom. Yeah. And I remember um, when I lived in Nashville and I was doing Kid Electric, I used to do a series called Kid Electric Concerts, and we would put artists together to perform an album live from beginning to end. And we did What's the 411. And I think that just doing What's the 411 is a testament to how well produced that album is, that you could actually make an entire production out of an album and not have to change the sequencing, meaning it opens perfectly and it ends perfectly. And... Even the songs, first of
2: all, there were so many songs that actually became singles. Mm-hmm. And even the songs that didn't become a single became a single to you as a listener. Mm-hmm. You That album you can play from beginning to end and you will know every song mm-hmm. on it. Like, it doesn't matter if it ever hit the radio. Yeah. It doesn't matter if there was ever a video. Oh, yeah. You know every song and it's personal.
0: Yeah. Because Changes I've Been Going Through is one of my favorite Mary J. Blige songs and it was not a single. Yes. But- it was Sing important enough. Right. <laughs> it's my single. It's important enough to us. And I mean you talk about things that like you take personally, you know, songs you take personally. Pretty sure that song got repeats yes. over and over and
3: over and over and over. Can't you see what I've been going?
2: Even with the remix album you don't have to worry I went to, yes you don't have to worry i can remember where i was who i was dating and i remember standing in my bedroom and singing that song mm-hmm. like you don't have to worry i remember and mm-hmm. i was talking to him he wasn't even in the room but i meant everything <laughs> it was like my my rehearsal yeah for the next time i laid eyes on him <laughs> I was, you don't i got the whole the whole line of what I'm gonna say to you, uh, and I'm gonna have my swag with my do rag on, just like she did in the video.
0: Yes, Ugh, the fashions. Can we please talk the about the fashion? Before we get into the fashions, though, you talked about uh, you don't have to worry, and I just also want to mention that that is one of my favorite Heavy D cameos of all time. Is it? <sighs> that is a great, great Heavy D cameo. I love. I, for some reason I remember like later on in his career I started to like his cameos a little bit better than some of his songs right. and I think he just he just killed on it. you don't have to worry you're right yeah he killed on that um, but yeah that her remixes I know we talk about you know Mariah's remixes which are great Mariah's got great. some great remixes but tag on the Mary remixes <laughs> like, it gave a whole different life to her project oh yeah Love No Limit like lo- the original amazing the remix, with KC hollering in the background. (laughs) That's everything, that's that's everything. For me, like you talked about, you know, you've heard, but then you didn't really like connect. Real love was that for me. And that was such an era from the video to it was to me, like as simple as it was, a lot of it was groundbreaking because you had the dancers, which which turned out to be her dancers, you know, with the baseball jerseys and and, the knee pads and and the knee pads and all that. Was I the only person trying to do them dances over you?
2: I don't know about the dances, but I actually wanted the jerseys Mm -hmm. with the little skirt. And I was looking for some knee pads, and I was way <laughs> too old to even be in that phase. But I, <laughs> I was just like, I just want to be you so
0: badly. Yeah, yeah. You're so pretty. There's something about Mary that made us feel, and you can you can tell me how I feel about this. Like she was just all she was all of us. She was, especially
2: me, coming from Philly.
0: Yeah. She had
2: this thugget, <laughs> more thug than it. Um. Vibe Like, mm-hmm. you did feel like she would cut you. Yeah. Um But there was the soft side, and mm-hmm. you just knew, like, I think she understands. Mm-hmm. This is not a marketing strategy. Right. This is who she is. Yeah. And that's huge.
0: Yeah. A lot of that had to do with the vulnerability that she expresses in her music. Yeah. Even to this day. Yes. But especially back then, there was just a rawness about it that I think... Um, it's a little bit more polished now not saying that it's it's less authentic but it was definitely more raw when she first came out we talked about um, her remixes and other songs that are on the album I really want to lead into the duet that she had with KC I don't want to do anything else which we got to see for the first time perform live on Uptown. Yes. Unplugged. And that was personal. That was like that was like fire and desire, Rick and Tina. That's there was like, nobody else in that room. There was I no one Mary in
3: the room. Mary, <laughs> Mary, Mary. Mary.
2: If you look, Mary is not even making eye contact with anybody else. There's I looked no at else. it last night. She's looking down. She's, yeah, she's talking about in, Casey. It's
0: intense. It's really intense. Shout out to Devontae Swing. First of all, I said shout out. Like, he listens to the show. I would have to lay down because I think Devonte is amazing. He's amazing. He's an amazing. amazing producer and just really important to our soundtrack. Um, but, yeah, Devonte said he wrote that in, like, a matter of, like, less than an hour. Just based on their relationship, like just not even so much their relationship, but like their chemistry, and so it was very easy for him to write that for them. And you can just hear in the way that they interact with each other on that record. It's a really good. It was like a love letter. It's a great duet. It's a great duet. And to know that how personal it was, even though tumultuous, you know, we found that relationship volatile. (laughs) We found relationship to be. Um, Fortunately, she's not in anymore, but yeah it's an amazing song soon after what's the 411 Uptown Unplugged next we have My Life My Life the opus the another album that would be amazing as a stage like production you know from beginning to end because it's such a perfectly sequenced put together album and it's a beautiful record do you remember when you first got My Life
2: um I remember playing it and I'll tell you my first feelings about it. Mm-hmm. I felt depressed, really, which was fine because that's where she was. Yeah, right. If if every album that Mary does mm-hmm. reflects where she is, yeah, and I didn't feel sad, there would be something wrong with that. Uh yeah, I hear you. But okay, in the sense that that's yeah. where she she talks about it. I mean, this is when Puff. It's like, you know what? You're a writer. Yeah. And you start to see Mary's pen game develop Mm -hmm. because she is great at conveying her feelings Mm -hmm. in a written format. Yeah. So it's okay. That's not a diss to it. That just means I connect with her to a point where I was just like, I cried for her, like sincerely. Yeah. Here you are. You see this love, right? You you know it's about Casey. There's Mm -hmm. no doubt about, you know. Who's singing on it. Which this kind of <laughs> reminds me of Beyonce and Jay Z in Lemonade. Yeah. It's like I want you to be present for what's about to happen, <laughs> right? But it's personal, yeah. And I'm weeping for her, yeah. So if that's what the project was supposed to do, it did it. Mm. It it felt so old school, mm-hmm. so Betty Wright in your. Come on! This is how I'm feeling, and I'm gonna take you on the journey because every part of my life is not pretty. Yeah. And if you, she's like the rose through the concrete, right? Yeah. That's what she represents to me.
0: Yeah. You gotta believe. Which Casey, you can hear Casey because he says, "Mary, I hear you loud and clear." And I remember going, "Do you, Casey? (laughs) Do you really? Do you hear her? I don't think you hear her.
2: (laughs) I don't think you're hearing her at all. (laughs) Or like I'm the only woman.
0: Woo!" Talk about a repeat. Can the groove in the, 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 the CD. Really, just laser, just, just to, to bits.
2: How many women have felt that? Yeah, way? I'm trying to let you know that I'm the only woman you will ever need. Now you know that was about Casey. Mm-hmm. Because all the other women, that he was entertaining. I just want you to know, I have everything that mm-hmm. you need. Just look this way. And it's a Curtis Mayfield sample.
0: I was about to say, can we talk about the sampling on this record? It's I mean, Give Isaac Me Your Hayes, Love, Isaac Hayes. Roy
2: Ayers, right? Yeah. Curtis Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Teddy Pendergrass. To Mary think. Jane Girls. Right. Rolls Royce. Yeah. Um, Be With You mm-hmm. is a, a sample from High, powered yeah. by... Yeah. High Power by Dr. Dre, RBX, Lady of Rage, Daz Dillinger. I hadn't heard that name in a long time. Right. Right? Um, And You Gotta Believe, which is a sample of Tell Me by Magistrate. Yeah. Back in 95. So that's why she's the bridge. Because she takes some songs that we might have even forgotten about. Mm -hmm. And when we hear her singing, we're like, something about that sounds familiar. It feels like home. Yeah. And that's what the samples do on top of the lyrics it takes us home. Yeah. You know, I don't know if, if the generations now can appreciate that, but our generation. Yeah. My mama played that album. Yeah. I heard that on WDAS.
0: Come on, DAS. <laughs> you know,
2: I, these songs remind yeah. me of a time. Yeah. When they had parties in the basement. Mm-hmm. And the adults said, you had to stay upstairs while we were dancing. Because <laughs> they were in the front room.
0: <laughs> yes. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. They, we had albums. Mm-hmm. You know, and that is an owl. or eight tracks. Boom. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I get that. And I think that also, with the samples that are used in that, I think that also adds to the emotional connection. Yes. Of the song. It's, you know, there are certain songs that you hear that they have samples, and you're like, somebody didn't use it. If I hear like, one more time, my God, like, stop, stop. We're good. We're good. We were good when Biggie did it. Yeah. We were even better. By the time Ashanti did it. Yeah. Stop. You know, like there's no emotional connection. It's like, let's just put this here because people remember it. And so they might like it because it's something that they're already familiar with. You know what the bars sample? Like,
2: come on. We love the bars. You know yeah. what the bar sample? Yeah,
0: just let it be. But these songs, there was still an emotional connection that that made them just feel so good. You know, and not just because they were familiar, but because just the overall package of it was just amazing. So what's your favorite song off of my life? Gosh. <laughs> um, it still has to be I'm the only woman. Mm.
2: It just it's like um stew. Yeah. It's like uh ribs, it's it's meat. It's soul. it is soul. mm-hmm. And then she has this part of her voice that has like a jazz feel to it, mm-hmm. right? She's R and B, she's soul, she's jazz, and she combines it all in that track. And I'm just like, it's it's the meat that we want in mm-hmm. a good R and B soul body of work. Yeah, what's
0: yours? I think the song I loved to dance to when it came out was "I Love You." Really? Woo! But I'll scream and- I remember when Tanya um, was telling me about the tribute that Mary Day Blige did to Puffy and she said, you want to watch this and when you see it, you'll know why. I told you, you got to see it. And it's because she did I Love You, which I think is one of his favorite songs. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited because it's not, I, I, I always love to see an artist do like, you know, a deep album cut. <laughs> <laughs> like a deep it's album the B-side. cut, yeah. It is like you know, because a lot of times it's those deep album cuts that to me are like the best. You know, the ones that I really like. And so I was really excited to hear her include that, and in knowing that that's one of his favorites. So I'm not saying it's the best one, but I'm saying it definitely. Man, that's one of my favorites. But you know what? For real, probably I'm the only woman. And then I mean, she just kept knocking him out of the park. Can we talk about? Share my world, don't you leave.
2: three merry pieces it probably be honest with you probably gets more aware than my my life really okay right because if you think about think about my life the cd right it was actually kind of dark ominous yeah share my world look at the 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 pictures from share my world it's Mm. all white and gold and there's a light to it yeah and you felt Mary slowly start to transition out of that darkness. Yeah. There are more highs than lows. Yes. In Share My World for yes. sure. And just, I mean, the title track, Share, I mean, yeah. Share My World. Such a simple song, but so mm-hmm. powerful. and something that the average listener can connect to.
0: So if we're talking about songs, we well, talked about, you know, songs that we relate to, because Mary J. Blige just has a discography of songs that you just feel so deep, depending on where you are in life, mm-hmm. romantically... Alone because there's nothing romantic going on um i will have to say that i can love you you whoa out <laughs> whoa all the way out that's the g little kim if i told you once i told you- Twice. QB, go to booty like a groupie. For more ice, Armor a truck ice Get the bonus like the In love with you since the days of say. Now I watch you play Columbo, Picasso. Tricks inside colossals turn your castle to brothels. Who you lovin', who you wanna be hugging. Dippin' on your Ninja Honda with
2: Tanisha and Ronda. Why you go to Listen, on the street, fight. in the car, if I'm in the club, I don't even go to the club anymore, but if they played it, I would get
0: up. Dipping on your Ninja Honda with Tanisha and Rhonda. What? Yeah. And you would have to dance kinda cocked to the right Oh, side. you had to. You see, I had to lean with it. when You can't sit up straight when that's going
2: on. That t- I mean, it's like Mary saying, you know what? <laughs> I know you got this person over here, but I'm so much better for you. Mm-hmm. How many times has have we felt like I'm so much better? I don't even know how you
0: picked her. You definitely should have picked me. Total downgrade. I want their name. That record is amazing. You know what had to grow on me, though? What? Um, Everything. The Jam and Lewis produced everything. I did so not right. love that song.
2: I still don't love that song. Don't
0: lo- like. I appreciate, I guess, where it is in the album. Right. But I think this was the first album that mary gave us that i did not love from top to bottom but i'm okay with it but like it's it wasn't my favorite but i did grow to love it but i do want to bring it up even though i don't love the song i do want to bring up how gorgeous the visuals were for the video and how great she looked and how it seemed like it was a a great next chapter from the ending of my life which was be happy you know what I mean? Right. Like her just being on like the cliffs of the mountains and like the beautiful imagery and I liked seven was it seven days? Oh yeah, on a Monday, Monday.
1: How
2: is your hand out there if you had somebody that started off as a friend and you were just friends and you don't know how it happened, but oops, there it (laughs) went. And she mapped it out. All of us. I, I don't know any male or female. Has had a friend. You've had a friend in your life.
0: Have you ever? You were just friend. friends.
2: <laughs> did you just break? Up? I can't stop him, Bismarcky. <laughs> but <laughs> you start with just a friendship, and it blooms into something. You're trying to decide if we keep going. Am I going to lose this friendship? Yeah. Is it? So when she sings, it's like, man, I've been there. Or heck. If you haven't, it sounds so inviting, you might want to go there. <laughs> I haven't been there, but this sounds interesting. That's the days
0: of the mixtape where you just kind of make a tape and be just slide it across and be like, have you ever thought about, <laughs> just listen to this song. <laughs> I know we're friends now, but just, 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 if you have not heard this. So if we're gonna talk about, you know, like, or how I talked about, you know, there's like deep cuts that right. I love. I love Mary's, there were a lot of deep cuts I love Mary. Let me tell you something, that dad gonna get to know you better.
4: Okay.
1: Oh my god!
0: Songs because it's such one of those like head and head knockers, yeah. <laughs> and just the way get to know you better rides. I just, whew, I love that song.
2: Uh, Our love, her cover of Natalie Cole's "Our Love." So I, I love Natalie Cole. Yeah, right? Natalie Cole, especially in the '70s, mm-hmm. right with her husband. The way that she mm. she sings that song, you got to be very careful if you're going to cover a song that way, right? Are you going to stay true to, mm. to the feeling of that song or are yeah. you going to try to do something new? Mary stayed true to what mm. that song was, the feeling of that song. We're not going to change it too much. It has that, that classic Mary J. Blige rasp. I'm all. She <laughs> is the queen of rasp she for is. that generation. Nobody yeah. can compare
0: incredible whole record is just amazing even though i said you know i might not love it as much top to bottom right. i think just as a body of work it's a great album it's
2: an outstanding album it's, it's one of my favorites
0: yeah yeah you could definitely play it after that we got okay the tour we got the tour now you and i were actually riding in the car and you were playing that i've heard different sides some people really love this live album
2: some people really don't love this Shoot vibe. anybody who disagrees <laughs> with the fact that it's a... I mean that. I mean, if you, if you disagree with me, I have something for you. Especially when she covers Dorothy Moore's Misty Blue. Oh, it's
1: been such a long, long time. Looks like I get you off of my mind, but I can't, just the thought
3: of you.
2: Moore did an outstanding job with Misty Blue. Nobody can ever yeah, yeah. do it like she did it. Yeah. But because Mary is the bridge, Mary did it. And I'm telling you, I think the first time I played that song, I laid out on the floor, turned off the lights, and I was like, I just want to hit this on repeat. Yeah. And repeat. And repeat. It felt so old.
0: Yeah. I'm like, she is the bridge. I, like I think the issue that some people had is vocally, maybe in, in certain places, she wouldn't, she wasn't hitting certain notes. Now, for me, this is how I personally feel about Mary J. Botch. Because of the connection and the vulnerability in her music and in these songs, I'm okay if someone doesn't hit the right notes all the time. Because I... Know that there's a lot of emotion that goes behind it. So it doesn't bother me so much if it's live and it's a little off. So I'm like, I mean, I don't expect a perfect vocal on I'm going down. I don't. I don't expect a perfect vocal on that because you got to you gotta shriek that a little bit.
2: That project loses no integrity.
0: <laughs> I wish y'all could see the look when- of it She's not having it for your (laughs) musical ear
2: whatsoever that project first of all remember it was a live album so there's choreography involved there's movement involved and she does the the mary bop there's the mary bop come on you you have to you have to factor in the mary bop (laughs) with i'm doing real love i'm doing reminisce you know the mary bop requires her to lean all the way to one side and walk crooked Mm I'm sorry. That project is flawless. There is nothing I would do differently. If, if I was producing that piece, there is nothing I would have done differently. That is as real Mary of Mary Bl- J. Blige as you, as you can get. You can't get any realer than the tour. I'm
0: and sorry. that is why you were on this show Actually, because talking about the tour.
3: <laughs> just, <She's> so sad.
0: <laughs> disrespectful.
3: She's so mad. Dog. This
0: this this is the kind of passion I want on this show. <laughs> she mad at somebody that's not even here that said it. She just Anybody thinking... who's thinking it right now. Like, dis-respectful. Let's move on. <laughs> you something about okay. this this record this this era of mary she had all that i can say yeah. lauren hill penned by lauren hill i really like the song i like the video i hate the video okay it creepy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's creepy completely creepy um maybe not so much around here than than maybe like the breakthrough but this is an opinion that i have and you would let me know how you feel about it i feel sometimes that mary has gone through what i call the Atlantis morissette syndrome where it's like when Alanis came out with Jagged Little Pill, we love Jagged Little Pill. Yeah. And man, Jagged Little Pill, that was another album that was relatable, that had vulnerability, yeah. that had um, I love that album. Some revenge that you wanted to see for someone that broke your heart, if I may say. Um, and it's touched on some some very human like topics. And it talked about just some really heavy stuff. But when Alanis got happy. Nobody's interested. <laughs> It's like we can't let Atlantis be happy and sell records.
2: Why? You can be happy in real life. I'm not interested.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What? So you get happy? So I get happy. But see, see, that's what
2: Mary kept saying. Mary was like, nobody wants to see me happy. And Mm. the thing that I think we didn't understand is that her music was at the time. Yeah. I didn't. Completely understand that these were things that she was really going through,
3: mm-hmm.
2: right? And so she's like, "You don't want to see me be happy. You want this music." And I'm like, "You could be happy in real life. I have no interest in it. I am not happy right now. I am going through, and I'm gonna need you, your music, to go through with it." And,
0: and so, I, is it a per- is it a personal thing? Is it a I, because I've used your music so long for me when I've been, you know, unhappy romantically, or going through a breakup, or going through a hard time in a relationship, or whatever, or just life in general. As not, not even relationship, but like life in general. Is, is it a matter of you can't be happy until I'm happy?
2: You want my selfish answer or you want...
0: I want the real. What's the real?
2: At that time, I wasn't happy and I don't want to hear you being happy. That's real. I'm not trying to... I, I mean, I want to be happy in real life, but... Mm, this album, I was like, it wasn't my Favorite album, except I do like No Happy Holiday. It is a classic Mary vocal. It is not a single. It is a deep cut. And it it's like it's it's I got my Mary back.
1: You don't love her, but your little girl really needs you. This was
3: super with me. Yeah, New Year's Eve, you were not around. Valentine came and went. Oh, makes me wonder where your time was spent. Your child?
2: Yes. She said, yeah, like it was with personal. Your
0: eyes like yours she said that and it really messed me up that's a raw lyric that's a
2: hood anthem <laughs> let me tell you how you can't tell me that when she ever sang that at a concert that some sisters in the audience didn't put candles up yeah they
0: were like you were watching Mari with me this is my life <laughs> she came to me as a woman <laughs> as they say <laughs> with a baby with eyes like yours that's somebody's nice testimony I think that's the that thing is that we're testimony. talking about with Mary's Mary's work is that you're going to be hard pressed to find something in her catalog that you'd be like, you know, that, that is kind of my testimony. Right it's here. not
2: so like her, her stuff is not so far removed from reality. Like mm-hmm. you, you just connect. It's like an outlet and a plug mm-hmm. and you just plug in it. This is my life. Shoot. Matter of fact, I should get credits for helping you write this. I- <laughs> Who sent you my journal? <laughs> maybe it's not all you maybe you have snuck
0: into my maybe. life and I should get a royalty check over this maybe she did in the album in the album with Let No Man Put Asunder, which is a cover um, of First Choice right. and you know I Love Me A Good House Dance Remake or Remix and so but that wasn't a huge record for me yeah. I feel like you know even after that we had No More Drama how do you feel about No More Drama? okay I'm glad you said that <laughs> Okay. So, I'm gonna defer to a Mary Mary geologist. So she experiments
2: with the Mary formula. Hmm. Right? Mary has a formula. Talk about it. <laughs> and she brings in Dre, Dr. Dre, right? Uh-huh, to do uh-huh. family affair. And I'm like, I don't really know. The beat is bumping. And there's that part, you know I can't sing, but the, the part that goes, it's only gonna be about a matter of time. Lose your mind. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. Pop your ice cuz we're celebrating. more drama in our mm-hmm. life. That's the best part of the song for me.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I do love Dre. It experimented with the Mary formula. Yeah. I was like, I kinda like it. Mm-hmm.
0: But I'm I miss Mary. Yeah. I don't I don't love it. It's not a song that I've loved. But this album did give me a couple songs that I do love. Okay, go ahead. Um, you know me I gotta go with the deep album cut it gave us still away produced by Pharrell you like that I do like that I you know that's my kind of weirdness Uh, so I do like that gave us PMS yes listen
1: I want to talk to the ladies tonight about um, the situation I'm pretty sure y'all would be able to relate to trust me what's that Feeling pretty. See, I'm feeling quite ugly. I'm having one of those days when I can't make up my mind. So don't even look at me. An anthem. Which is a
0: sample of our Green's beautiful simply beautiful i feel that on a yeah deep emotional and hormonal level um and then of course this to me the center and of course the album name no more drama
1: broken heart again another lesson learned better know your friends or else you will get burned gotta count on me because i can get
0: For Mary, I feel like it's crossover appeal, but this No More Drama song, I think th- it just kind of catapulted her just a little further. What do I, you think about I that? think the theme
2: mm-hmm. from The Young and the Restless, right, for all you soap stars, fans out yeah, there, yeah. Right, everybody who loved The Young and the Restless, I think I didn't care for the song personally, mm-hmm. but I love the song because it meant to me that Mary had gotten to a point in her life where she was like, I need to let some stuff
0: go. Yeah, because by that time, we had known some stuff about
2: her. We had known some things about her. So while it wasn't something I wanted to play all the time, I had my pom-poms. And it was, I could actually see like the line in the scene where she's like, I'm stepping over. And for that, I still think that that, that's an anthem for her. Yeah. Not an anthem for me, Mm -hmm. but I think the song was great. Yeah. And I think it just said, she said, I'm done. Yeah. With the alcohol, the drugs, everything Mm -hmm. that I did not—well, I should have known because when you see her interviews, you realize, you know, she was Mm -hmm. inebriated some of the time. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. right. With the shades on and kind of slumped to the side, and but I was happy for her. I I can honestly say I was happy for her.
0: Yeah, I think that's something that we as fans needed to see the the message in that song. Like, okay, Mary is going to be okay. And it's the evolution. Yes, the evolution. Yes, yes, the evolution. Mary's not going to be a statistic, you know. Any t- anytime Shaka kind of walks up to you and says, you know what, the drugs are doing too much.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anytime. When well, a pro tells you.
0: Anytime.
2: You might need to stop.
0: And I, and I say that with the utmost respect for Shaka. Yes. I've been listening to Shaka all week. Yes. But I say it with the utmost respect because she knows what it means. What she said that I thought was um, that Mary said really helped her was, you need to get out of your own way. And this is someone who knows what it's like to get in your own way and to constantly battle drug addiction, constantly have it come um, in between you and and opportunities to advance your career. She could recognize that and go, you messing up like this. This is not going to work. But can we just say, I mean, Mary
2: molested at five, Mm -hmm. right, by a family friend. Growing up in the projects, understanding poverty, abandonment from... She had daddy issues because yeah. her dad left. Like, I just got while she was abusing alcohol and drugs. I yeah, got it. That yeah. mind-numbing... I mean, she was so creative
0: through it. It's, yeah. Like, it's a trade-off if you get happy. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, she's sharing her pain, but let's not deny the fact that she's in pain. She
2: And that's the thing. As, and as a fan... You feel like she's family, and mm-hmm. as much as I love kind of the grit of Mary, mm-hmm. like this is actually real life to her. This oh, is yeah. not like I'm I'm singing a song and then going and it's all lollipops and rainbows. Yeah. So as a fan, you're like, you know what? I got to put my own personal needs to the side, yeah. and I just want to be Team Mary all the way.
0: Yeah. So we had a couple albums in between. um <laughs> You're just taking your head like. We're not gonna talk about that. I don't know what happened. Listen, I we don't have to talk about it. We're gonna okay. talk about the highlights and the goodness and which is fine with me because really all I wanna do is skip right to what I feel was her next best album Go ahead. after Share My World. Okay. I feel like everything else in between was, Questionable. Right, was preparing us for the breakthrough, yes. which was the breakthrough. Yes. Was, which was led by "Be Without You," and I remember when when "Be Without You" hit radio, and it was so catchy, and I really love that album. What do you think about the breakthrough?
2: Okay. okay, so can we just give a shout out to Enough Crying? Um, with our alter ego, <laughs> Brooklyn?
1: Brooklyn. Sex was good, you had my mind And I let you come back every time You violate and cross the line And you knew that I would be the time To always wait so patiently Thinking you was coming home to me Well, damn, I never heard the keys Or felt your tap saying all your sleep I, I
2: put Mary's back. I yeah. back There is this connection the line, Between, for Mary, I hip-hop R and B classic soul. Queen of hip hop soul. Right. No doubt. And enough crying. I, I, I missed it. Where did she go? Mm-hmm. I needed. She's she's over time has become of course more refined. Yeah. She's evolved. But I needed that thug yes. element back and she gave it to me in enough crying. Mm-hmm. Um I like Good Woman Down.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. But
2: I will tell you my favorite song okay okay (laughs) it is um mjb the mvp okay
4: from
2: she
0: did that she she did did it with 50 she did that she did that Uh uh-huh
2: but it is still like my favorite cut because i thought it was so clever how she took you through the whole ride of uh, of her catalog it was dope i'm just like Swag and it's, it's on my iPod when I go to the gym. Yeah. I'm getting it in, and there's a Raphael
0: Sadiq cut. And I know that's, that's your man. That's what I was going to get to the cut go she ahead. did with my husband. I mean, I, um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. just Good. My name is not Miss Sadiq. Um, my favorite cut off this album I Found My Everything.
1: Everything. everything.
0: It has strings. I'm a sucker for strings. <sighs> it reminded me of old Aretha. Didn't it? You're okay. pointing to your nose. Is that in your nose? Okay,
2: so at first I didn't know that Raphael Zadig had produced this, mm-hmm. had done this piece, right? I put in parentheses, it sounds like a mixture of Aretha, mm-hmm. Natalie Cole, and uh-huh. D'Angelo. Okay. Well, I was
3: like,
2: is this? I had to go back and see, this
0: D'Angelo? Yeah, okay.
2: And then when I looked, I said, oh, it's Raphael Zadig. Well, that explains uh-huh. it all. So what is it about this piece that you like?
0: It just, it has that old Aretha with the strings and the, I'm smiling like you can hear the words in my head. Like it's so, it's just a beautiful song. And I loved, I feel like it's an element. Musically, it's an element that she needed in her catalog. It.
2: I thought it was a sample at first because mm-hmm. it felt so old.
0: Yeah. And then I was doing the research. It doesn't, it doesn't look like it's a sample. No, it sounds like all the instruments were recorded live, like a good old 60s recording, everybody in the room, string section, everything else. But
2: Again, what did I call her? She's the bridge. She's
0: the bridge. It's the perfect
2: example why she's the bridge. because, And that should have been a single.
0: It should have been a single, but you know.
2: Maybe we should... We should.
0: So somebody hires me to do A and R, we're gonna keep making these mistakes, people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's not a deep cut, that's an in your
0: face piece. That is something waving at you to be a single. But this had a I mean, this album had a good amount of singles. That Take Me as I Am. Yes.
1: She's been talked about constantly She's been up and down She's been pushed around But they held her down and NYC So that she
0: album also no gave press. us Take Me As I Am Which has that sample came. From Dead Presidents Jay-Z Dead Presidents Which was beget You know I love a good crazy, Begat Which was beget. <laughs> Lonnie Liston Smith, Garden of Peace. Yep. I love that. Once again, Mary De Blige's What? The bridge. It? The bridge.
2: The bridge is Queen
0: of the hip hop soul. <laughs> take me as I am.
2: Tell
3: as I will have nothing at all. Mm-hmm. Nothing
1: at all. Just take oh. me as I am.
0: Everything comes from something. And yeah, that was actually one of the more memorable tracks for sure. Pop that album. I just think collectively, I think it's a really good record. I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. I was a little surprised. I feel like one uh, with you 2 grew on me. Really? It grew on me. Did it, did it never grow on you? <laughs> Is it still in the okay. ground? Did it never grow? Not that it, I mean, I'm not going to say I didn't
2: hum it. Um, But it was her experimenting with the formula, which I'm all for, Mm -hmm. right? Because as you grow as an artist, you are embracing other genres and everything. Mm -hmm. I just like a good classic Mary. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: No, I agree. Speaking of good classic Mary, I actually want to skip ahead in her catalog and get to My Life Part 2. Okay. In My Life Part 2, she, you know, rejoins with Puffy. Yes. Almost like they're going to do it all over again. How did you feel about this? I didn't feel like this was a my life part two. I didn't feel anywhere close to the connection that I did with the original My Life. How'd you feel about that? So she didn't
2: want us to compare, right? Because she describes my life too, like, you know, this is just where I am now. Mm-hmm. It's my growth. It's we don't have to be sad all the mm-hmm. time. When you listen to the um to like the intro she's talking to Puff and she's like, you know, I'm doing this piece. Yeah. It's called My Life 2 and I want people to know that you don't have to be sad all the time about it. And I was like, okay. Oh, you were a little underwhelmed. <laughs> I was underwhelmed. I mean, she had some some uh, heavy hitters, right? She had, she drinks, had some features
0: for sure. Yeah. But it did not feel like a Mary It didn't body of work. It didn't. It didn't feel it didn't feel the same. She asked me Brooklyn was back Yes, <laughs> on midnight drive. Yes. Wait, you know what? Let's go back. Um, because speaking of features and duets and things, I think that's something that I do want to mention about Mary's done some really good collaborations. Yes. Um Br- as far as Brooklyn, her rap Alter Ego. Yes. Remember Touch It? Yes. bust Rhymes? Yes. Her Raw Digger, Missy. That was cold. So yes. I was glad to see you on that. I thought that was fun. Um Of course, you can't talk about a duet without talking about yeah. Method Man. You're on. Can we up. talk about, right. about it? Let's talk about, okay. about
1: Clifford. Like sweet morning dew, I took one look at you, and it was plain to see you are my destiny. Well, you must spend my time, I'll dedicate my life. Sacrifice to you Dedicate my life I gotta love Jones For your body and your skin tone Five minutes alone I'm already on the road. Plus so I love the fact You got a mind of your own No need to shop around You got the good stuff at home Even if I'm locked up north You in the world Rocking 3 force of
2: course Never showing your stuff So we love mm-hmm. So that's a classic Tammy Terrell, yeah. Marvin Gaye collab So it's a classic song So the genius behind Making it Hip hop, mm-hmm. you—I never saw that coming. Oh no, we didn't. That was expensive. Right? Yeah, and you had two artists who were genuinely a part of that world. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like she was like Celine Dion, and we're going to add, you know, meth. I guess you got to say with an F. <laughs> we're going to add meth to make you authentic. It was like right. we we're both from the hood. Wait, that's never happened,
0: has it? No. Okay. I just, <laughs> no. Oh, it might happen now. Have you seen the Celine Dion lately? She's on some other stuff, but it's dope. I'll show you some pictures. Mother Celine is out here in these streets. But this, the video, Uh
2: how they sit in it's just looking grungy and dirty. It's so grungy. And it's just rocking. With that ill head nod. This is the love story. This is that ride or die.
0: You know how how else you know this a ride or die love story? Because in the video, meth is actually going to get pads yeah. for
2: his woman. I didn't want to talk about that, but since
0: you did, oh, I want to talk about everything that is right and good with Method Man at all times. That that's called love. That's
2: love. Because when you boldly do that, that's some deep love. love. He's like, yo, even when I was away, <laughs> you know, locked up. <laughs> You know, you kept it good. It
0: was good. Nobody was entering. Nobody was trespassing. That is that love. I, I am not a fan of the N-word by any means, but there is a part that's so authentic to me. Where at the end, when he was like, you my N-word. I was like, you know. It fits in this context. He, in this context. It does. He meant that deep from the heart.
2: I mean, but she had collabs with Cassidy. She had collabs yeah. with Ghostface.
0: Right, she had classic oh DJ Clue
2: and Jada Kiss, yeah, and then she she redid the hook for Fancy with Ti and Drake. She
3: got it. You know are I
0: you do like that. I do fancy fancy like
2: that. She wasn't the original artist on there. it. has been like Sierra. Yeah. And I think I think it was Sierra. I love that song. But when you hear Mary's like, "Oh, uh, how did uh, you even go any other place?"
0: Yeah. Now that we're talking about, you know, stuff like features and duets and everything then we also, of course, have to talk about soundtracks. Hello. And a huge huge hit for her was Not Going to Cry. Babyface.
1: I was in lover in your second Working every day of the week Was at the job when no one else was there Helping you get on your feet Eleven years of sacrifice And you can leave me at the drop of a knife Swallowed my fist Stood by your side I should have left
0: I was your lover and your sec-a-ter. <laughs> Don't say it again. I was your lover and your turn. <laughs> From the wayne exhale soundtrack. Let me tell you that. With the glasses and the 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 pain in her eyes, even though you couldn't see her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> like that was that was a moment. That was a moment. Mm-hmm. She's had some really good outside of her own albums moments in her career
2: there is no other artist that could have carried that song oh no, no other artist at that time in that period yeah that could have carried that song like 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 she carried it mm-hmm. and she sang that thing from the top
0: to the floor into the basement do we know if mary ever had a job as a secretary <laughs> because the way she sang it i just we know she's been a lover has she been? Because the way she sang that song, I don't know. It came from a very real place. It was a very I don't know. She was thinking about KC again. It came from a very, <laughs> and I feel like around that time that this came out, we were still in the tumultuous times of KC. Yeah, that lasted a little. A and little Mary, while. so so shout which, out to that babyface. Shout, shout out. out to babyface and all the amazing work he did in putting together the Wayne Excel soundtrack, mm-hmm. giving us these songs like Aretha Franklin's "Hurts Like Hell." I mean, my God. Brandy sitting up in my room. I mean, like all these songs that were so perfectly picked out for the artists that performed Mm them. Side note, another song that we might feel like, oh, that might have been about Mary, which from what I understand is about Mary, which was a soundtrack song. Casey Haley. Oh, gosh. On the Jason's Lyric soundtrack. Okay. If You Think You're Lonely Now. The Bobby Womack cover. Sang the fool out of it. Also about Mary. You think so? Oh, he said it. It's about Mary? He says it's about Mary. I mean, the song was already made before we were together, but his feeling and how he was singing it and why he picked it, he said it was about his... He was singing it about his relationship to Mary, even though it was a cover. He sang the dickens out of it. He did. That's a good... I feel that was a really good cover. I think he did a good job. It's a great cover. Oh, there is a song on the show, and this got released much later. It's on the show soundtrack. Um, there was a movie called The Show, it had Biggie, it had other artists, it was about hip hop, and there was a song called Every Day It
3: Rains. Every day
0: But I just couldn't find it because it wasn't on any of her albums. Mm-hmm. And I found out it was part of the soundtrack. Okay. Um, and it's really one of my favorites. It's hard to find. I actually have the CD like somewhere. I, originally, I mean, I eventually found it. But if you're a fan of Mary J. Blige, you've never heard it. And you're a fan of her more hip-hop tracks. Every Day It Rains has the sample from... Oh, it is... Yes, the original One More Chance Right. the original One More Chance has that sample in it it's a dope song Um, Everyday It Rains can also be found on the newest Mary J. Blige project which is Her Story Volume 1 which gives us all the dope remixes that we love that we talked about with the Westwood 411 mix the I Love You remix with Smith & Wesson stop it that's such a good remix that's so good that's so so good um You Don't Have to Worry with Craig Mack. That's a good one, too. So that's a great album. I was really glad that they released it. I'm happy anytime they release remixes, whether it be hip-hop remixes or club mixes. As long as you do it right. As long as you do it right. I know Mariah Carey has an album that's like a double album where there's one side of her club mixes, another one of her hip-hop mixes. Janet, I think, has a remix album out now. And they're just fun. They're just fun to get. Since we're not living in the days of singles anymore when you used to get, you know, the singles and it had the mixes. Yes. Now to be able to have all of these on one project, I think is really great. How'd you feel about the London sessions? So,
2: right, this is the time of Mary's life where she just needed to get away and get her head clear, right? We
0: had done a lot to Mary at this point. Can-do yeah, had done a lot to Mary A lot had happened point. to Mary at this point. Can-do, <laughs> bankruptcy. She needed to get away. The whole Burger King chicken tortillas. <sighs> Fiasco, which I don't know why we did that to her. I, for one, don't mind crispy chicken and a flour tortilla. What, why did we do this to her? She went to London we and worked fashion. with the producers Disclosure, who I like Disclosure a lot. They do a lot of dance stuff that I really like. And Sam Smith and some other artists. How would you feel about this project?
2: Okay, so there are two songs in particular that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I do like therapy because it reminds me yeah. of, there's a part when she's singing that reminds me of Terrence Trent Darby and I mm. really love Terrence Trent Darby yeah. because of the rasp. Um, and my, But my favorite cut this whole damn year.
1: Trying to find a way to explain this Why you can't touch me tonight I can feel you getting impatient But I really can't let you inside Ha.
2: if you're talking about I miss Mary watch the video the video itself is powerful Mm. but the vocals it's a classic Mary cut it is my favorite piece of the whole project it sounds like you something you would find in any of her other albums if you're looking mm-hmm. for that classic Mary Sam yeah. so I think that that's, that had to be what they were going for yeah. well, that's what she was going for when she recorded that track yeah. that's a classic Mary Sam. Yeah.
0: I feel like I had a lot of hopes for this record because knowing that Sam Smith was um, or is a big Mary J. Blige fan and also because of her being in a different re- environment recording in a different environment I want to say these are the London sessions I'm not sure if this was recorded at Abbey Road but it would make sense if it was and her working with different songwriters. She worked with Priscilla Renee, who also has written for Ariana Grande. She worked with Emile Sande, like a lot of different writers. Um, I'm glad she did it for herself. It's not something that I loved, but I was glad to see that she was stepping out and trying new things for sure.
2: And that's an evolution of an artist, right? You don't want an evolution artist to become I, stagnant. Yeah. I mean, it it wasn't big, I think here
0: mm-hmm.
2: in the States, but I think other places will embrace it.
0: Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. But what we got next with this, I love I love the wig on this album so much. This power wig. Strength of a Woman. Yes. I really like this. First of all, this was personal. It was so personal. It
2: was right off and out of her real life. Yeah. She did Set Me Free. Mm-hmm. Which I call, a.k.a. Kendu's read.
3: She read <laughs> him for filth.
1: Tell me how you figure that you made me and you gave me what I had before I met you and gon' have it when you're gone and how you fix your mouth to say I owe you when you had another bitch didn't take trips and shit with my money for so long you must have lost it and if you won't get a dime but all you gonna get too bad I can't get back my time Who is it all? I'll be alright, be just fine
3: Ooh, that's a special place in hell for you good
2: read. And Mary read him for Phil. I'm putting all your stuff out. Everything. I am letting everybody know this is how it went down. Who do you think you are? And I'm reading you for it and I was here for every minute. Yeah.
0: Yeah. My favorite song off of this was You and Me Love Lesson. Really? That was my. Yes. Absolutely favorite I love it. and it was a single yes. a lot of times my favorites aren't the single but for this one it was a single and i just i love i love the track i love the lyrics i love her emotion in it
1: must have been crazy to think that you love me i saw all the signs but i just couldn't see nothing i did the time i crossed the line for you because i can see myself and nobody else but you tell me what you're thinking because this is what you wanted Should've been the one to hold me when I got lonely. Every time I think of the lies you told to me, make it easy for me to leave. You plus me was a loveless Into In too deep, where our imperfections not always good, but I stay on the beat. You had me, should've not a question You
0: plus me. Glow up. Up. glow up,
1: glow up. You can be mad if you wanna. Be mad if I lost a real down, one of well, right. Take a deep breath, baby, cause I'm so you about to see me stuntin', stuntin'. You ain't care enough to keep a good thing but do it like it's nothing. Do it like it's Do it like it's
2: First of all, it's written by Jasmine Sullivan. Ooh. Like, you have to understand how I feel about Jasmine Sullivan. She's like, to me, the next wave of Mary J. Blige, yeah. right? So she, it's her song. It's her vocals in the background, mm-hmm. right? It has mm-hmm. Miss, um, Missy Elliott on it, mm-hmm. but it, it's another bridge or a link in the chain to that Mary real, gritty mm-hmm. sound. Jasmine, you can tell she was so influenced why
0: have we never gotten a Mary J. Blige Missy Elliott collaboration? I don't really understand. I mean, I'm not in anybody's business affairs clearly, and like I've said before, no one's hired me to do that. We can't do R- ladies night. That, that can't be a collabo. Mary's not. She's in the video, but she's not in the song. Oh, that's true. But think about it. When you think about like the, we're talking about like great production and vulnerability and, and, and being able to produce emotions in a song, I think about the work that, that Missy's done with Fantasia, right. with Jasmine Sullivan, with Keisha Cole, with Tweet, like with Monica, my God. Like it, I would like to see, because of the reverence that, that Missy has for vocalists, Yes, I would really like to see a, a Missy Mary G. Blige collaboration, I think that would be really Put good.
2: Put that in the ether. Let that happen. Let that marinate.
0: I would really like to see... <laughs> I don't know if you say it louder, it can happen, but I ho- I'm hope. i hoping. I'm hoping that's coming up. I ho- I'm hoping that's coming up. I think that would be... Even if it was just for a soundtrack, I think it would be worth... It doesn't have to be a whole album, but I think it's worth it. It's
2: a little something-something for you. A
0: little something I mean, just, you
2: know, it can't hurt. That would be a banger. That would. It would that be a banger. Would. I don't
0: know if it would be an up-tempo. I mean, Missy's really good at mid-tempo. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, she's really good at, like, just keeping it even kill, but still having it, like, be killer. Right. Even though it's not, like...
2: Whatever it is, it's gonna be a banger.
0: Yeah, and so I just, I think they would... I don't know. I would like to see it. I would like to see it. Do you remember the first time you saw Mary J. Blige in concert? Have you seen Mary J. in concert? I have. So you remember the first time? And I'm embarrassed to say
2: that it wasn't until 2018 which you would think I'm such a huge Mary fan, but there was nobody who loved Mary like I
0: did. Yeah. And so I never had anybody to go with. I was really surprised that you hadn't seen her until two years ago. I was so shocked. I I Because I wanted to sit
2: close.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, like really close. And nobody I knew in my life wanted to put out the money to do that. Mm-hmm. So I would just like go to YouTube and get my experience there. I do have a Mary... Uh, Mary J. Blige DVD concert. Uh-huh. So I get that experience. But I went 2018. She came to Atlantic City. Yeah, I think I started hyperventilating, And I went by myself. In your 40s, you don't care anymore. I don't you care. You do not care anymore. I could care less. You wait for no one in your 40s. I was in the sixth row. We were dancing so hard. We were coming out of the aisles. And the security guards were like, no, you got to get back. Listen, let me tell you something right here. I have waited my whole life. Yeah, I have seen Michael Jackson, I have seen Stevie Wonder, with you. That's right. And Mary J. Blige was like my top three lists. Right. Mm-hmm. I experienced Jill Scott, but Mary J. Yeah, was something that was like okay. Before I die, I have to see her. Yeah. And she's coming back this year, and I'm trying to scrape up my coins because I need to be in the first six rows. Mm-hmm. Her performance was amazing yeah. and emotional. And she took us on the whole journey. And she darn near cussed out can do. So we felt like we were just <laughs> fam sitting over at the table. Like, She's like, you believe that he? No, sis, I don't believe that he did it. Right. You know, so yes, I, I want to see Mary again and again and again. Even when I'm like 70, right. I want to
0: see um, all right, so we're introducing something new to this season of The First Time I Heard. We know that it's very difficult to pick your favorite song. Don't do it. I, 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 it's not a question that I love at trying to figure out a favorite song, but I feel like this one gives you a little bit more leeway. It does, a little bit more leeway. So, okay. Nick, if you were on a desert island... And you were only able to bring one Mary J. Blige album.
2: Well, oh, I can do it.
0: What album would that be?
2: What's the 411? Hands down. Don't even think about it. It is my favorite body of work by Mary. And I know every song. That's it. I could play it every day, all day, never get tired of it. Honest to goodness.
0: So, Nikki, let's talk about Unsung Unwrapped. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, as you've already heard, Nikki and I love talking about music. We've known each other for a very long time, so this is something that we've done pretty often. But we decided to start a podcast about one of our favorite music TV shows, and that is TV One's Unsung. You wanna talk about it? Sure, so it's basically an opportunity for us to sit back and reflect
2: upon each artist, right? Mm -hmm. Um, There are artists that we didn't know about. We appreciated their music. Mm -hmm. We got kind of the intro, maybe some deep stories, or like you say, deep cuts on the track. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> unsung is kind of like, hopefully you get some deep cuts into their life, trying to understand yeah. how they got to be where they need to be. However, sometimes on the unsung, we walk away with more questions than we started with, mm-hmm. right? So this is a great time for us to just sit back, discuss it, share our viewpoints on it, and maybe there's some things that we want to find answers to. So Unsung Unwrap kind of opens up the door for discussion. It opens up the door for reflection and music appreciation of each artist in various genres.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's so fun. And it's like something that we wanted to do to include other people who love the show and be able to. You know, we have a Facebook group page. Yes. Check it out. We have a Facebook page. Check it out. Um, so we want you to be able to just chop it up with us and other music nerds and find out what you think about the new season. So right now we're, um, we're on season 15. We started with the current season, but we hope to go back Backwards. to some other episodes. Nick, what are your favorite um, unsung episodes so far? This season? Um, just in general. Just, like, what are, were your couple? The what, Barge. Oh, yeah. The right? the barometer for every... <laughs> for the every Clark episode. Sisters.
2: Oh, yeah. It's a tie between the Barge and the Clark Sisters.
0: The Clark Was that two hours as well? It or felt it like
2: one? it was two hours. It felt
0: like it, yeah.
2: I don't know if it was, but it, it might have been. It was that deep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, to me, those are the two that stand out when you say unsung.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
2: I love both groups so much mm-hmm. that everything else kind of stands on that. Yeah. Who's your favorite?
0: Okay. I don't think I have a favorite unsung yet or that I can think of right now at the top of my head. But I will say that when the series first started, there were some that I was like, okay, I really hope that they do episodes on these. And most of them have been picked. So, Troop. Yes. Knew I wanted one of those. I love Troop. Kid and Play. Yes. Knew I wanted one of those. Had to have it. The Jets. I feel freaked out when they did one because that was in my top list. Right. I have a top five. Um, Lisa Lisa. Yes. Was in that top five. So they've already covered four out of my five. And the fifth one that we have not seen yet is Five Star. I really 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 want an unsung episode on Five Star. I feel like okay. we don't know enough about them and they were all over the airwaves around the time of new edition in the barge i love their music i still love their music i have a playlist called my emergency happy place playlist that really? i may be playing when i leave here today. Um, and my emergency happy place playlist consists of lisa lisa <laughs> the jets and five star. Lisa Lisa doesn't make me there yet. Makes me happy. That yes. is instant happiness. The yes. Jets, you cannot be in a bad mood when you listen that's to That's true. Cross on you. Very Chipper. Come on. <laughs> and five star, that's my like emergency. If you hear that play, that's like she needs to get there immediately. Break the glass emergency. Immediately. Okay. Immediately. She's gotta get there right now. So that's my happy place. And um, yeah, I just, I think they've done some amazing work. I think it's really important. It's really what this podcast is about is, you know, paying tribute and keeping the the memories and the legacy alive of artists that I think are just really important. Discussing the history, hopefully provoking someone to like continue to make good music.
2: And their contributions. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Unsung does. We, we know that's what Unsung does. So this is really cool to be able to do this podcast with you with you yeah <laughs> and continue in the theme of just discussing great music and paying tribute to great music so i'm really glad to be doing this show. It's music make.
2: appreciation 101 people
0: yes yes it's great it's, it's been i mean we've done a couple episodes and they'll be coming out weekly i believe i'm looking at our producer Lynn. he's making a nodding okay he's nodding <laughs> Also producing Unsung Unwrapped is my, who I always call my very patient producer, Len Webb, AKA The Bat Trouble, who will also Yay. be recorded at the Bat Base. So we're very fortunate to have him as a part of this project. Thank you, Len. Thank you. You are the best around. Nothing's gonna end. Hey, hey, hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, you know, oh, one thing you may not know about Len is that Len is also one half of the Michelle mission. So he and Vince talk about a um, every black movie, one black movie at a time. They're up to, what, 200, 100, 200? They're up to 200. And there's still movies that you're like, oh, I can't believe they didn't cover it. But they're up to 200. Like, you just didn't know there were that many. But it's an excellent podcast. Please check it out, as well as The Black Tribble. So he's very, very busy. But you should still hit him up to produce your podcast. Because as you hear, it is excellent. Done with excellence. I don't know why I'm doing so much singing today, but no idea. Nick, so we can get back to work on our podcast that we have. I want to ask you what I ask all of my guests. Let's say there's someone who has never heard of Mary J. Blige. They must
2: be in somebody's uterus. They, wow. Okay. Blasphemy, okay. I say.
0: They're full grown adult. Oh, they're already twenty one. Um. Maybe they were in a coma for the past. Okay, I can take I that. Don't, okay, can you? Gotcha. Is that easy? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they have never heard of Mary J. Blige. They've ne- they've never ever even heard Family Affair.
2: Blasphemy.
0: Okay, no Family Affair, no real love, no just fine, nothing, none of that.
2: You're okay. just starving on good music. No, not gonna
0: cry. None of that. Okay, never even saw Waiting Exhale. No, nothing about it. What album or? Three songs would you recommend they listen to for them to really begin to find out or really understand who Mary J. Blige is? Can I do three performances? I said what I said. No, I'm kidding. What do you mean <laughs> three? <laughs> what do you mean three Can, can I do three live performances that they can look up?
2: to get the full fill of marriage obliged. Can uh, I do that? No. No? no. You're, gonna, you're gonna keep me in the no, box? No. No. You want me to color inside the lines? Yes. Audio recordings. Okay. You remind me. Mm-hmm. Um, my life not gonna cry. My life the song? My life the song and not gonna cry. Why'd you pick those three? Um, You remind me because it's the Mm up-tempo, the doubt, hood, love, classic, (laughs) right? And then my life, because it's so deep, like if you look into my soul, if you Mm -hmm. look into who I am, if you really want to know who Mary is, that's a perfect song, my Mm -hmm. life. And then, oh gosh, I'm not not gonna cry. Okay, so if you want to know How Mary conveys pain and yet anger at the same time, an attitude like, I'm gonna cut you, not gonna cry is that perfect one. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm so mad and I'm so hurt, but I'm still a G, which is a theme throughout Mary's catalog. Yeah, like, I'm mad, I'm hurt, I'm gonna cry for a minute, but Mm. I'm a G. And she delivers that song with such perfection, excellence, passion, and soul that you can't compare it to other artists Mm -hmm. during that time trying to convey that same type of message. Absolutely.
0: I like it. Thank you. Nikki, thank you so much for being my guest of the first episode of season two. Thank you, yes. You can hear more of us together on Unsung Unwrapped, which will also be on. Apple Podcasts and Spotify and other places that you'll be able to listen to. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The First Time I Heard. I'm Toya Haynes.
1: You know I love music. And every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move. It makes me want to have fun. But it's something about this joint right here. This joint right here. It makes
0: me wanna. A very special thank you to my guest, Nikki Wright. Special thank you to my producer, Lynn Webb. This was recorded at the Bat Base in Philadelphia. You can catch the first time I heard on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the first time I heard. I'm your host, Toya Haynes.